taking the fifth test away from us was like taking candy from a baby. Welcome to the Crick Block Podcast. It's a busy um, time in cricket, so it's a busy episode. We'll try to get through this as quickly as we can. Shabo here from Sydney um, with my co-host Nash up in Darwin. Nash, with the test match cancelled, how, how did you spend your weekend otherwise? Oh, I was pretty devastated when the test got cancelled. I was really looking forward to it and, you know, getting finally getting a series, convincing series win in England. Um, was hoping for it to be 3-1, but a 2-1 with the asterisk um, doesn't, doesn't have the same ring to it. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty um, disappointing in the end. But I think, I, I, I really, I really think, it, you know, from a player's point of view, it was, it was their decision in the end when, you know, uh, someone like a physio gets affected by COVID, mm-hmm. I think, physio is someone you deal with every day on a regular basis for an elite athlete so i think it's it's their it was their decision in the end and uh, we we have seen so many reports we have seen you know n number of reports from journalists from everyone saying oh this is this is the reason it's ipl you know um mm. michael one as usual michael going Vaughan. on is yeah. pointless you know pointless um tweets and but in the end i think when it comes to your health and your family's health, I think you do what you think is the best. And I think that's what the players did. Agree with that. And it's a good point about health. I mean, when you consider, I mean, it's probably part of a wider discussion, the, the cricketing calendar and the schedule. Like I, I love cricket. You love cricket. We all love it. But when you think about the, the impact on the players and the people involved, it's, when you've got a five-match test series, India have been in England since uh, June. England have been yep. in bubbles for God knows how long. Um, that's why you're seeing more England players opt out of you know IPL and things like that. It's a lot because, as I said, India have been in England for three months and then go straight to UAE for IPL, then to the World Cup. And I think to New Zealand, South Africa, or whatever yeah. it is, and and it's not only it's not only the England bubble. They have been in bubble since the IPL last year as well. You know, they were in the UAE bubble, which is a very Correct. strict bubble. bubble after then bubble, they yeah. went to Australia. Then again, came back home the for the England tour. Then again, the half the IPL. You know, then went to straight away to England for the World Test Championship, and they have been in this life for 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 very long. It's not now. easy. It, it, it mm. is not easy. As you said earlier, you know, um, the calendar is such that it does not allow a lot of breaks to, to these athletes. So, yes, the, the blame is to be uh, ultimately the, you know, the bottom line is the blame is to be put on COVID and the cricket calendar because it's structured in such a way that it, it, there's no, you know, th- there's no room for any changes. There's no room for any flexibility. Like, like even now we are seeing where the Pakistan and the New Zealand series is not going to be counted in the world in the ODI Super League because it doesn't have any have a DRS. How, that's completely pointless, you know. But they still have to it go is. ahead and play that series anyway because there's money involved, and ultimately everything comes down to the money involved in whatever sport there is. So, from a player's point of view as well, ultimately it's the money involved. From a business point of view as well, ultimately it comes down to the money involved. So. Um, from a from a bubble point of view, it is too much, and now would be a proper eye opening experience for boards and for players all over, even for the players' associations all over the world to really start dealing with the with the calendar and tackle that as an issue. Hundred percent agree there. That's a great point. Great point to end that one on. And you know, tweeted after the cancellation. You know the the um. The, the four test matches were fascinating to watch. Disappointed we didn't get a fifth, but was very, very lucky and very happy to have witnessed four very fascinating ones. So great series, didn't get the ending it deserved. Uh, but now we move on. Uh, IPL coming up later this week. It just it doesn't stop, does it? So what we'll do in this episode, um, we'll go through, you know, we'll discuss some of the um, key happenings in international cricket at the moment. Um you know, the likes of South Africa continuing their winning ways in T20 cricket. They've had a wonderful last few months in T20 cricket. Um, Bangladesh getting over the line against New Zealand, but unconvincingly, we chat about that. Um, uh, we'll look at CPL, 
the playoffs, the semifinals have been confirmed, then we'll look at each team in the IPL briefly, as briefly as we can. Uh, a lot of changes in the squads. And we'll have a, a bit of a say on, on each team's chances and what their possible 11s could look like uh, at the back end of IPL. So, you know, I'll just like, I'll just like, to, I'll just like um, to point out before we move on. I mean, we yeah. do all these discussions. Everyone does these sort of, or they will play this sort of team and, you know, these sort of players and ultimately have it yeah. in the end, MI win. Um, so, yeah, I'll just relate to South Africa. Sri Lanka, I thought they took maybe a couple of steps forward. I know they, they beat India. That was a very depleted India side, but they performed really in the South Africa one day. Is. Hmm. It looks like they've taken two steps back in this series in the T20s. What do you think is going wrong for them? Surely not, just not enough runs. I think that's the that's the age-old problem with Sri Lanka, isn't it? They have been so inconsistent over the years. I think uh, along with Pakistan, they have been the most unpredictable team in, in international cricket and um, you never know which Sri Lanka is going to turn up because if, uh, one day Kusel Pereira goes on to hit a 40 ball hundred and uh, even someone like uh, Dasun Shanaka will chip in and everyone will chip in, Chandimal will chip in and then the next day everyone scores a duck and they are 70, 80 all out and that's, that, that's been the age-old problem of Sri Lanka and I think that's what Miki Arthur is trying his best to resolve for for a team like that and it's a it's a it's a slow progress it has to be a it has to be a long term plan there's no quick fix to it it's not you know something you fix overnight these sort of problems because you you build a and that's been their problem actually that now that i say this they they haven't had a core group of players for a long period of, period of time in the last few years you know you sort of have a few players coming in and out of their squad and chopping and changing mm-hmm. and then that hasn't that hasn't helped them at all, um, and that maybe that's one yeah. of the reasons as well. I look at their batting, like because I'm I'm writing previews of the games and and sort of looking at their team and things like that. And I look, there's not enough power hitting in that side. Is it? Corso Pereira on his day, he just came back into the side uh, in yesterday's game, top scored for them, but other than him at his best. I struggle to see anyone in that side, maybe apart from Manindo Hasaranga at the back end of the innings that could really damage a bowling attack. Yeah. I really look at this, see like Dinesh Chandimal is is not an, a, an explosive T20 player. I don't no. think he strikes even at, at 120 in T20 cricket overall. Um, and then you've got someone like, who I'm impressed with, Cherith Asalanka, but he looks more of a, maybe a more of a 50 over player yep. than a T20 player um, at the moment that is. Um, and his career record suggests that his struggle rates around that 120 mark as well. Dasun Shanaka's batting has been off the boil for a long time as well. Then Anjaya De Silva, more can be expected of him, but he's inconsistent. I just look at their batting and I say there's not a lot of depth. And I always talk about their group in the T20 World Cup. Ireland, Netherlands, Namibia. That is not easy. Sri Lanka need confidence out of that group. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly, they did leave out, I don't know if he was injured or not, Avishka Fernando. For the, I know he struggled in T20 cricket, Fernando, but I think with a player of his potential and Sri Lanka struggling a bit in terms of batting, if they need to maybe bring him back yeah. for the last game and try to get a win. I think they continue to prove people wrong in a way. They, they continue to win games. Mm. They've had a good last couple of months. They won in the West Indies, clean swept Ireland and look good to clean sweep Sri Lanka here. Um, I know I've asked you this before, but is your opinion changing of South Africa in terms of they can make an impact in the World Cup? Oh, I think a, a bit, a little bit. Um, it's giving me more confidence now the way this mm. team has been carrying on for the last few, you know, um, T20s and for the last few um, series because they performed well in the West Indies as well and they're performing well in, in um, yep. Sri Lanka as well right now. So, um, and, and, but having said that, you know, the key players have to hit form at the right time. People like Shamsi, people like even Bavuma, Rabada, they have to be on top of their game. And Quinton de Cox, the most important one at the top, I think, along with Markram. I if those Markram to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If those two can, you know, really tee off for South Africa, they are in for a big, big T20 World Cup. I think they've got some good spinners in their yep. ranks, South yep. Africa. That's going to be important for them. Even like Keshav Maharaj has been bowling well. And of course, Shamsi, world number one bowler, he is on fire. 
Um, mm. And you've got uh, Fortuyn as well. And if you want to put in there George Linda as well in that, in that lineup. So there's, there's good spin options. Yeah. I don't think George form. Linda is in the T20 World Cup, is he? I don't think he was selected. I don't think he was selected. Right, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, It's a lot to keep up with. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) it is. But but even even without George Linda there, uh, I think they've got enough um, in their spin department to make make an impact there. Um, Maybe worry about their finishing or their power game a little bit. Um, I think a lot, as you said, depends on DeCock and Markram for those high strike rates. Um, And and they'll want Rabada to perform a little bit better than he is as well. I think That's he's great. Been at his best lately. So, but there's enough there to say that you know they can win a few games and get into those semi-finals. They're Absolutely. certainly, um, Absolutely. They're certainly not as as Shams has said, not as bad as some people make them out to be. So they'll look to clean sweep this series and move on uh, to the IPL and the World Cup with confidence. Um, speaking of qualifiers, another team that's going to be in there is Bangladesh. Um, now we received a question uh, today on Twitter. Um, the Ask Creek blog around Bangladesh's chances um, in the tournament. Um, now, before we go into this question, Bangladesh did beat New Zealand, a very understrength New Zealand, 3-2. Yep. But what, what worried me about the Tigers was they lost both games in the series where they had to chase a score of over 100 or over mm. 120. Yeah. And they couldn't achieve that. So that was a bit of a worry for me. Mm. They had the chance to test themselves yeah, yeah. And they yep. couldn't win. They couldn't win those games. Um, so the question here from Achil uh, Kashyap, he asks, can Bangladesh pull an Emma Rudukanu by winning the tournament coming from the qualifiers, especially given their recent form and the spin attack that they have? No. I, I don't think they can. That's and that's no answer. disrespect. I'll give a couple of reasons. First, good spin attack but they're going to be bowling in completely different conditions to what they had at home. Yeah. I can't get an accurate gauge on the Bangladesh spin attack in those conditions. I mean, I, I would have taken wickets. I mean, I agree the UAE pitches will be slow, but I, I doubt they'll be that slow. Um, Listen, in those, in those, look, I'm all for, as I said before, home advantage, but when you, the batsman can have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee before the ball gets to him, that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, you can't is. really Absolutely. judge how well you're bowling when you're in conditions that are going to be so different to that of the World Cup. And I think Shakib came out and was a bit critical of the pitches as well. Yeah. And another reason is you can't really judge the batting. And what's Bangladesh's best batting lineup? Yeah. You know, so they've got all these questions to answer Bangladesh, and I think they'll, they'll definitely get out of their qualifier group. Mm. Scott and- on PNG and Aman, but yep. And in terms of I can't see that in in terms of batting, they they struggled to score ninety six as ninety three as well. Like they chased it in the last over, and you know they they scored a couple of one seventy. You know, there's a seventy six score of seventy six in there. Uh, They struggled to chase hundred and sixty. So it's a it's a tough ask for from Bangladesh's point of view to get anywhere near to the semifinals for the T Twenty World Cup. I think so. Um, I think they've got some good spinners in their attack, but I, I worry about their batting. I worry about their batting. Uh, I look at, you're going to need a bit of firepower. Mm. I don't think they have it compared to the other teams. Um, I think on their day, they can cause uh, a problem or two, but whether they can put a, a number of good performances together on a consistent basis is going to be a real issue. Yep. Because that um, that that middle order for Bangladesh, Shakib, Mushfika Rahim and Mahmoudullah, has to really fire, and and you you add the openers, someone like a you know Litton Das. I think they these four are really the should be the core of the batting lineup, and they really, I like they really need to. I fire. also like the look of Afif Hussain. He's a good yep. little finisher there, good left hander. Um, yeah, I just I can't get an accurate view on Bangladesh at the moment because you know conditions look you get your home ground advantage fair, but you're going to go to Amman. That's you know, correct. we've seen good batting pitches there. And you're going to go in the UAE, which will be slow, yeah, but it won't be as slow. That's so correct. there's going to be a big adjustment task for Bangladesh in this uh, World Cup. And I don't know if they can – I don't know. I don't think they can do it. Um, 
just on New Zealand, I just want to touch on them. I, I was very impressed with, with them. They've got a mm. not only an experienced T20 international side, but a lot of those players in that team don't play T20 cricket much at all, even That's domestically. Correct. So for them to compete uh, after a very bad first game just goes to show um, the mentality in New Zealand cricket. Yeah, you know they're always willing to take the challenge head on. And I think after that first game, there was no talk of the conditions from the camp. It was more let's improve on our game and, and try to compete and build on our strengths. And the likes of Ajas Patel, Tom Latham played very well. The New Zealand spinners were very good. And to, to leave Bangladesh with a 3-2 result, I don't think it's too bad. I don't think it's too Absolutely. bad at all. Absolutely. I mean, um, to play on those sort of pitches as well, I think it's a, it it's would tough. be a first. Yeah, it would be a first for many of these players. So, um, And to win two games convincingly, I think that's a, that's a real credit to these, these uh, players as well. For sure. And yeah, they, they won both games when they got, you know, 128 and 161 on the board. And then for me, the worry for Bangladesh was that they weren't able to chase those. They had the opportunity to test themselves in a difficult situation on a challenging pitch and they didn't even get close twice. Yeah. So that's going to be the worry for the Tigers batting under pressure. New Zealand, when they get their full side, they're going to be a factor in the tournament. I uh, just wanted to give a shout out to the great Brendan Taylor, who is playing his last international game currently. Um, as we speak, uh, the, the match is finally underway against Ireland. Um, 6,680 runs in one day international cricket, an average of 35 in 205 matches. Add to that, um, you know, 2,320 test runs at an average of 36 and nearly 1,000 T20 international runs as well. What a great player Brendan Taylor has been for Zimbabwe since 2004. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I still remember his, probably one of his best performances for Zimbabwe against Australia. Sorry to bring that up, but um, Mm. in the T20 World Cup in 2007, where Zimbabwe beat Australia. And um, that was absolutely brilliant. That was one of his, according to me, one of his best performances. Again, he scored a 200 in the 50-over World Cup in 2015 against India. That was a brilliant performance as well. So he has put in the hard yards for Zimbabwe time and time again over the last 17 years. And it's been a really remarkable um, international career for him as well. So yes, he stepped away from uh, international cricket for a while there when he took the Kolpak deal in England. Um, but then he obviously came back again to serve his country when they needed him the most. So, you know, real credit to him. And he's been a, he's been a real stalwart for Zimbabwe in their, in their cricketing journey. Absolutely agree. And, and I hope, um, you know, I, I like Ireland, but I hope that Zimbabwe can send him out as a winner today. And from a, a broader perspective, when you look at the, the Super League table, um, if Ireland lose this series 2-0 at home to Zimbabwe, that'll be a huge blow to the to their direct qualification hopes. But Zimbabwe will move up the table and get yeah. some important points. So I've been impressed with Zimbabwe in this series. They, you know, a lot of their players do well against Ireland, head-to-head records. Um, like the likes of Sikandaraza and Craig Irvine and uh, Sean Williams and co, they do well against Ireland. So they'll be hoping for more of the same today. Ireland have got to turn it around. They've got to turn it around. So they have to win because they've, you know, this is their 15th match of the Super League and they've only won three so far. I mean, Ireland, um, Ireland has the, Ireland definitely has the talent. Um, there's potential there. Yeah, there's absolutely there's potential, potential there. there. So, but I like again, the look of um, Harry Tector in the middle yep. order, the number four. Um, uh, George Docker, the number five, provides some, some good power there um, in terms of strike rate. Yeah. Just putting together the complete performance. One day Absolutely. they're good with the ball and not too great with the bat. And then the next day it's the other way around. So that's the key for Ireland. That's the key. So, um, oh, wait, hold on. There's, a, there's been a wicket in the Zimbabwe game. Oh, no, it's oh, Brendan Taylor. Brendan Taylor's gone. Oh, he's out. Just as we, <laughs> I just saw the one down and he was clean bowled. Oh. With the wide so that's, swing. That's, yeah, a wild swing. That's that's a shame. Was hoping he would finish with the beginnings. Not to be. Not to be. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, congratulations on a great career. Uh, Trinbogo Knight Riders finishing top of the CPL 
uh, once again. Uh, this this year, it wasn't as smooth sailing as last year. And, and three teams this season finished on six wins and four losses, but Trinbago finished top courtesy of a win today against St. Kitts. They'll play St. Lucia in the, in the first semifinal, uh, which will be tomorrow. And then uh, Guyana will play St. Kitts. Um, Nash, do you have a tip as to who will go on and win this? Um, I think I think I'm backing I'm back backing Trinbago to do the job this year. Um, mm. and I think you know they have been in they have been in I still think, form. I still think they're the best side out of the four. Yeah, exactly. And and they have they have been in good form and they have topped the table and they have all those sort of uh, the right players as well. Um, mm. They got Pollard, who is probably the one of the best T20. Yeah, like a 20 players. ball 50 today. Yeah. Um, so um, he went they reserved. have players. Yeah. They have Simmons. They have, you know, Ram Paul, who, who, you know, who has done pretty well for them as well. They have Colin Munro as well. I mean, that, that is a, that is a really strong, strong team. Yeah. So um, I think I'm, I'm backing Trinbago to do the job. Yeah. I think the likes of Colin Munro haven't hit top form this season. So yeah. There's no better time to do it than in the semifinals. Uh, Ali Khan, uh, yep. United States uh, international, bowling very well. Having said okay. that, I think I think for for Saint Lucia as well, um, they have you know Faf Duplessis who has been in some really good form over the last few games, and um, someone like Tim David as well, who's mm. who we all know how destructive he can be. So it, it is a it is a good matchup. It is a really good matchup, but uh, from St. Lucia's point of view, I think Duplessis need to really needs to um, score some runs if they have to beat Trinbago this time. And also, I'll add uh, Roston Chase to yep. that from uh, St. Lucia. He's been uh, arguably play one of the player of the one of the players of the tournament. Um, so, you know, St. Lucia. You look at their team on paper; they've got a lot of quality there. They made the final last season, so they'll be looking to repeat that this time. And uh, they've got some good plays in there. They've got some good plays in there. So looking forward to that. Um, Guyana, Romario Shepard overnight, one of the great all-round performances, 72 off 31 balls, and then three for 31 with the ball. He's having an amazing tournament. And I think Guyana have made the final five times before and have never won it. So you get the feeling that, if they're going to do it this year, it's Romario Shepard that's going to be the man again, along with the likes of Nicholas Puran. Um, to see they had, they had the RCB, line. they had the RCB off CPL, are they? Uh, yeah, I well, mean, they make the final, they make the final, that's, they make that, the final. Yeah, that's true, that's true, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, sorry, RCB fans, but but. I still worry um, about Guyana in the sense they've got a, a really bad performance in them. Like last yeah. year, last year they got bowled out for 55 in a semi final. And they need to avoid those bad games this time around. Even overnight, they sort of collapsed a little bit. And then it was Romario Shepard who rescued the innings. So just the, they need to make sure that the likes of Shimon Hetmeyer, Brandon King, um, Nicholas Pura, they all come together when it matters because there's a lot of talent in that team. And, but you have and a bad think, day in the semifinals. Yeah, exactly. And I over. think that's why I don't believe in teams really peaking early on in these sort of tournaments, with tournaments yeah. which, which are long and, you know, even IPL, CPL. Uh, because come knockout time, I think you can, you sort of sometimes have a tendency to get a bit complacent and, you know, overconfident and that can really harm your, harm your performance. And, uh, you know, semifinal is probably the worst time to do that. So, um, you know, you always have to be on top of your game. And having said that, if you're winning comfortably, you're winning comfortably, that's good for you. But that you should not let that get to your, um, you know, affect your confidence saying, you know, you still have to work hard and you still have to keep doing the hard jobs. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah, like you said, you want to peak at the right time. Um, one team that was looking like they were peaking quite early, then fallen away, lost four of their last five games is St. Kitts. But the addition of Dwayne Bravo, who hasn't bowled in the last two games, but the addition of Bravo back in their side is a confidence booster. They've got to play Guyana in the second semi. Um, yeah. Even Lewis, he scored 100 on the second last day and then was rested in the last match. So he's going to be absolutely crucial, as long yeah. with Shafane Rutherford. Um, and hopefully we see the best of Chris Gale as well. <laughs> yeah. we've, only seen, we've only seen flashes. But, but then you combine that with their capable bowling attack and 
you never know with St. Kitts. They finished bottom last season. They've improved this season. They've got a chance. They've yeah, they. Chance. I mean, they have the best T20 player in the world, Asif Ali. So, um, <laughs> I mean, that, that, might, that'll ju- that might just do the job. You never know. I, sh- I, sh- I shouldn't <laughs> encourage you. I shouldn't encourage you. Very cheeky. And now on to phase two of the IPL. Uh, which kicks off later in the week. There's so much cricket happening, um, all of it seemingly on top of each other. Uh, CPL, international cricket, test cricket, you name it, now the IPL is upon us. Um, You know, before we, you know, what we want to do here is just talk about each team briefly in terms of um, the possible 11s. Um, And and what do we feel about the teams uh, in in phase two and where do we think, you know, each team will likely finish uh, at the back end of the year? Um, So before we we discuss the teams, we'll just go through and uh, provide a bit of a recap on the table from phase one. Delhi Capitals played eight. They won six and lost two. They won 12 points. Chennai Super Kings going well on 10 points from seven games. RCB the same on 10 points. Mumbai on eight. And then there's... there's some there's challenges there. Rajasthan was on six, along with Punjab Kings, but crucially, Punjab have played the extra game. Uh, so they've got very little room for error. Kolkata Knight Riders, very disappointing on four, and also very disappointing. Sunrise's Hyderabad bottom on two. Big surprise there for me. Sunrise's Hyderabad going that poorly. Um, so, yeah, so what I thought we'd do today, Nash, is, is just have a look at each team. Um, the squad changes. There's, there's quite a bit happening given injuries, bubbles, et cetera. Um, look at some possible 11s and then um, have a look at where they might finish back into the year. So we'll try to keep this as brief as we can. Um, we'll start with RCB. Um, they did very well in the first phase. They proved me wrong in some key areas, particularly I had the question around Glenn Maxwell. I had the question around their death bowling, but they did very well in the first phase. They played two games at Abu Dhabi, two games at Sharjah, three games at Dubai. So five of their seven games on the bigger grounds. Um I'll get your thoughts quickly on RCB uh, and then maybe provide your 11. We can discuss that. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think the only disappointing thing for RCB in the first phase of the IPL would have been Kyle Jameson. Um, I think he did not perform, you know, what RCB would have expected him to do. And yes, they were, they were lacking here and there from a Daniel Sam's point of view as well, because, um, Daniel Sams came in as a real left arm, left hand, left arm bowling option for RCB, but again, um, wasn't that successful. So, but going going to the UAE as as, as you know for the later half of the tournament, I think spinners will be obviously on. Uh, spinners would be the focus here, and that's why I've gone with Uzbin. Obviously, Uzbinder Chahal and um, Hasaranga would play for me. Uh, those yeah. are the so two. what's your 11? Yep, so what's your 11 from, so, from so, 1 to 11? So for the top, yeah, moving on to the playing 11, top five remain the same for me as yeah. the first half so, of the tournament. You know, I, I think it would be the same for you as well from, for a lot of us with Kohli opening with Parikal. There's Rajat Patridar as well at number three. Maxwell, number four. ABD at number five. And then um, Hasaranga or Team David at number six. Um, so yep. number six and seven, they can, you know, um, swap up and down. So you play them both? Um, I, I think so. I've I've have them as a slash here, Hasaranga or David, because weak. Yeah, and I Pick don't know one. if uh, <laughs> and then obviously there's Shabaz Ahmed as well, um, who has played mm. who has played a few games for them for RCB as well. Because I think from a foreign player point of view, they might they might start with Jameson or Christian again. Uh, just to provide them with a little bit of batting cover at the, you know, at the end. So, you know, both of them can bat, both of them can hit the long, uh, yeah. use the long handle and, you know, hit the long shots. So, because if, if Jameson and Christian don't play, I think, um, yes, there's obviously Hasaranga, but given Hasaranga hasn't been, you know, from an international point of view, he hasn't scored a lot of runs that he can bank upon. He can hit the ball. He can he he can hit the ball all right, but it's not. He's not coming from you know scoring heaps of runs in international mm. or in domestic because, and that's where again, um, same with Christian and Jameson. But I think that they also have that sort of Christian has that sort of you know winning experience. You know um, who has played a who is a T Twenty veteran. So what I would like to do is ABD then probably Hasaranga slash David. Ahmed, 
Jameson slash Christian Chahal, Harshil Patel, and Mohammed Siraj. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the tricky part. It's the six seven. Yep. Because that's where I'm umming and ahhing as well. I think Tim David, that potentially provides as a finisher, mm. is so important to have in your team. Absolutely. That's a good little pickup. Yeah. And I feel Hasaranga would be a real uh, asset, particularly on the bigger grounds. Because if you, you could play Shabazami, but then, yeah, you'd have the, with Chahal and Hasaranga, they have two very, very good wrist spinners in your team. And that's very hard to get away in the middle overs. So, and Hasaranga like provides the you know change-ups as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hard to get away. And that's where his economy rate shows. He's very consistent in T20 cricket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the only concern I have if, if I play Tim David and Hasaranga in the same 11 is you're going to be trusting Navdeep Saini because yep. then you bring him into the team. Mm. And he hasn't been... Um, he hasn't performed as people would have hoped. Yeah. So... That could be um, an opportunity for him in this tournament to say, this is your chance to shine. And he can yeah. do something like Harshal Patel maybe did at the start of the tournament mm. where he surprised everyone, took wickets Absolutely. and really played a key role for RCB. So I'd like to see RCB start with David and Hasaranga, six and yep. seven. Yep, that's a, that's a good shot. Go, that's a good shot. And, and yeah, sorry. And then going. go Harshal Patel, Muhammad Siraj, Chahal Saini. Yeah. Particularly on a bigger ground. Yep. That attack, you got those bowlers, Siraj and Sane, who hit the deck, bowl to those longer boundaries. And you got Harshal Patel with his uh, slower ball variations. And then you've got those two wrist spinners and even Maxwell's that sixth bowling option who can um, play a key role in, in drying up those runs in the middle. Absolutely. Um, Just a question for you from actually from a, from a, from a listener Rob, at Robin underscore rounder. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's pertaining to the playing 11 of RCB. So I, thought I should get that in right now because yeah. from, from your point of view, what he asks is Dushmanta Chamira or Kyle Jameson, whom should RCB go with in the 11? So you have picked none of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's If I had to choose one, I would pick Kyle Jamison for the reason he's got the batting cover as well. Mm, yep, absolutely. I like Chamira. I think he's having a good, good year, but I think also if you invested a lot in Jamison, I know that's not the only reason why I should pick him, but um you put your faith in him and he can provide batting cover too, because if you don't play Tim David, that's fine. I'd actually go with Jamison there because he can provide that batting cover too. So, or, or if you don't play Hasaranga. So it's, that's the tricky part for us. They've it got is. depth there, but then it it's nailing that combination. That's the challenge. But that, that's a question also that, um, uh, Sparsh Tilang asked us yep. to ask play 11. It's a great question. It really is. I think, I, I think, think you get from, from a lot of different a, opinions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from an RCB's point of view, Sparsh would be the best person to t- tell us because he's. He should be, he should be the one to answer it. Yeah. There's different combinations. There's so many different uh, 11s you can pick and all of them would be capable of performing. But I really like the Hasaranga David combination there because that could be a good finishing. Yeah. That could be really good finishing there, especially if AB de Villiers is there as well. That could be very damaging. Look, look for, for me, I think if Hasaranga plays, I'm looking more um, for, for his bowling than his batting. Um, he agree with you, but he provides that batting cover too. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. And yeah. he, but, but those four overs are crucial, are very crucial, along with Chahal at the other end. I think if those two can get it in the right spot in, the, in these sort of pitches, I think that's going to be really hard to get hold of. Agree. And the bigger grounds as well. Absolutely. You know, the bigger grounds. And that's where, you know, the likes of Saini and Siraj, as I mentioned, can be hit the deck bowlers and bowl to the longer, long uh, square boundaries as well. So I don't mind that team for RCB on the bigger grounds. Sharjah, maybe you can look and play in a, don't play another spinner, play another pacer and try to get those Yorkers in as best as you can. But as I said, there's there's a number of different options. Yeah, we can hear we could be here talking about it all day. I so, think they'll I think they'll qualify. Yep, I think they'll qualify. I said now the position that they're in and the they quality should. that they have. Yeah, they should. Um, keeping time constraint in mind, moving on yeah. to the next team would be Rajasthan Royals. Let's start discuss Oof. with Rajasthan Royals. So, um, I'm straight away going into the playing 11 first, and then we sort of we'll try and pick 
um, the players, mm. you know, uh, chop and change. So what I like to do is start with, it, again, with Rajasthan Royals, I looked at the team and I think they have a couple of changes as well because uh, they have four changes. You know, Evan Lewis comes in, O'Shane Thomas, you know, for mm. Ben Stokes, uh, Evan Lewis for Josh Butler, Shamsi comes in. Shamsi has been a really good addition for them. Um, and Glenn Phillips comes in for Jofra Archer. So I would rather start with Glenn Phillips and Jaiswal at the top um, rather than... Over Lewis? Over Lewis. Um, I would really like to see Phillips get a go in, you know, um, mm. in, the, in the UAE. Uh, I did have Evan Lewis um, as the starter at the, at the front, but then I sort of um, cut that out and mm. I put Glenn Phillips... Um, in there, then obviously number three would be Samson. Number four would be Rian Parag. Now, number five is where it sort of gets a bit tricky. Do you play? And this is probably a question for you. I'll ask you this before I answer myself. Would you play David Miller or would you play Liam Livingstone? I'd play Liam Livingstone. Yeah. Because um, not only he provides a good bowling option there too, but his form has just been out of this world. And he nails that number four, number five position in T20 cricket. That is not an easy position to nail. So I've got Liam Livingston there. So who would your four overseas players would, you know, uh, be for Rajasthan Royals? And this is a question for Debashi Sarangi at Plum underscore in Great front. question. Um, your four overseas yeah, players for Rajasthan Royals. This was hard for me to choose because they've lost good players, Rajasthan, but they've still got good overseas players in their team. I've got even Lewis opening. Yep. I've got Liam Livingston there batting at uh, in the middle order. I've got Chris Morris. Yep. And I've got Tabra Shamsi. So no, no fizz? No fizz to start, no. Okay. Because see, hard. I had him. Hard. It's, I, think, I think I worry about... The reason why I picked Shamsi is because I worry a bit about Shreyas Gopal's form. And I worry a little bit about maybe Rahul Tawacha as a wicket-taking leg spin option. Yeah. Shamsi's yeah, I mean, a wicket-taking leg you can't, spin option. You can't, yeah, absolutely. You can't go wrong with Shamsi. But I think from, from the, the four overseas players that I have picked, obviously, um, Phillips at the top, um, Livingstone in the, in the middle order, Chris Morris and Fizz, um, just because... Yeah, Obviously, okay. the, the other fast bowler is Chetan Sakaria, and he's not that experienced. You know, he's just mm. played his first IPL. He's got into the Indian side, but he's still, from an, from an experienced point of view, I think Mustafizur beats, beats him, you know. Um, Fair enough. Mustafizur has, has a tremendous experience. He is, we have seen what he can do recently in, in, the, in the T20 series that, they, that Bangladesh played as well. So, um, he's in good form, and that's that's my bottom. That's my bowling attack is Mustafizul Chetan Sakaria. Um, I'd like to see uh, Shreyas Gopal play as well. He can provide that leg spinning option, yeah. um, and then Rahul Tewatia and Chris Morris. If if they want another spinner, then Morris goes out and Shamsi comes in. Uh, mm. Then your spinners would be. I Sham- wouldn't. I wouldn't drop Morris. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But again, having said that, it's, you know, slow and slow. This is the best. IPO, the the discussions around the potential teams is just put your hair out. (laughs) Exactly. So many different combinations. Exactly. I think a lot, again, would depend on combinations. The reason why I went Shamsi is because I still worry about the Rajasthan spin stocks. Yeah. Gopal is talented, but he hasn't been in the best of form. Mm. When you look at the last couple of IPL seasons. So, to have that cover in the world number one bowler in Shamsi is a good option there. Um, you're right to leave the fizz out that's another big call to make too so exactly so moving on to where they will end up on the table what do you think they're right now they're number five having lost four and one three at six points what do you think i think i think they'll be competitive and i think a lot will depend on stop stop being diplomatic just give us no 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 no, no, no. i think they'll probably finish where they are to be honest the reason why I say that is because they're going to rely a lot on Central Sampson and he's not reliable, if yeah. that makes sense. Like he, he still has a lot of unfulfilled potential and talent. So very good potential um, team. They can get it right on their day and they can put some wins together. But I just think oh, 
I think they'll fall short yep. of the playoffs. And it hurts me to say because I like Rajasthan, but I think they'll just fall short. All right. Um, well, moving on to the next, next team. Who do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Let's the talk about Punjab, Punjab Kings. Let's go for it. So, obviously, three changes for them. Um, Riley Meredith is out in Nathan Ellis comes in, Chai Richardson's out, Adil Rashid comes in, and David Milan's out, and Markram comes in. Um, but out of those three, only Nathan Ellis has made the playing 11 for me right now for, for mm-hmm. the first for the first game. Um, I've, I've gone with the same same batting lineup that they've used for the last game as well in the first half of the IPL because I, I start with KL Rahul, Mayank at the top, yep. um, Chris Gale at number three, Nicholas Puran at number four, Deepak Kura at number five, Shah Rukh Khan at number six, um, and then Chris jo- Chris Jordan, Nathan Ellis, Ashdeep, Bishnoi, and Shami. So your four foreign players are Ellis, Jordan, Puran, and Gale. I think there's not much to change there unless the, someone has a really poor... Uh, first couple of games, then I think yeah. Aiden, Aiden Markram could come in as well. I think Aiden Markram is a very good shout for there. I have to look at Chris Gale and say, you have to perform straight away. He hasn't yeah. been at his best, Chris Gale. And he, he hasn't been the best at three, at number three in all T20s. And um, I don't think you want to break up that K.O. Rahul Mank partnership. That's very strong. I think I've got pretty much got the same 11 to you. Uh, very similar. Um, in in the in the thinking, but I think Aiden Markram will be a great asset for Kings Eleven if they want to go and and look at a different option there. The the only, the only thing reason... that sorry, yep. I, I was just saying the only thing that worries me in this playing eleven is the spinning spin department, which is yes. just Ravi Bishnoi and Deepak Huda, and Deepak Huda is not your genuine Harpreet Brak could yeah. play as well, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, so he could he could make the cut. In, um, Fabian Allen is there too. So yep. if you want to maybe play him over Jordan mm. and then play Nathan Ellis uh, and Shami and Ashdeep Singh as your as your death options and you have yep. Fabian Allen there as a late order hitter and the spinner as well yep. as Ravi Bishnoi. Yep. So, because Nathan yeah. Ellis, why I've picked him is because, it, not the only reason, but he's been in form and he has an absolutely brilliant slower ball as well in the death. I so, like his Yorker. His yeah. Yorker is good on. as well. He was one that I looked at like a couple of years ago and said, this is a guy to watch out for in Australian yeah. cricket because he's a good red bull bowler too. He shapes the ball away. Absolutely. He's got a great slow ball. He's got a very good Yorker in T20 cricket. So this is a great opportunity for him and I hope he gets the chance. And I hope he goes better than, than what Joe Richardson and, and Meredith did in the first half of our Where play. would but they end I up? Think, I think they'll miss as well. I worry about, I worry about their consistency, man. Fair I enough. still think I still think Fair they're enough. unfinished, unfinished uh, product. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think I, I think my answer is exactly the same. Um, I think they will finish six. I don't think they will win a lot of games going forward. Um, it will be a really, I think it will be a difficult tournament for them this time. They could definitely be dangerous on their day, but they've they've, they've played eight games already. So that's mm-hmm. one more than everyone else except for Delhi. And they are out of the top four. It's hard. It's hard, yeah. I think. So they have, to, they have to get it right straight away. And I think Kings Eleven have been guilty in the past of not getting their 11 right straight away and then having to chop and change. If, if that happens this time, that they can't catch up. So yeah. that's going to be an issue. Um, move on to uh, Delhi. Um, yep. Top of the league. Top of the league. Very good side. Uh, the finalists from last year. Good chance of winning their first title this year. They've got three games in Dubai. Oh, you've One. just gone and jinxed it. You've just One. gone and jinxed no, it. No, I haven't. I said I said they're a chance. I didn't say they are going to do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So they're a chance. So they're a chance. Abu Dhabi. Yep. Shaza. I, I years Shaza. back. I years back. I years Shreya, back. Shreya, I years back. That's um, a big addition. Who sits out for you? So obviously Shreya, Shreya plays. Um, for me, I think it's probably it's probably no room for for smudge then. Yes, that's the that's case. that's yeah. that's the name I've rubbed out. I think yeah. Um, Steve Smith sits out, and I think Ishant misses out because of that. And then Andrik Nokia can play. Agree with that. 
you look at Rabada and uh, Nokia last year in the UAE, they were both very good. I think they both yep. took over 20 wickets. So yep. I've got Shikha Darwan pretty sure to open. I think that's a no-brainer. Shrey Sire at three. Yep. Rishabh Pant at four. I've got Hitmai at five. Stoinis at six. Akshar Patel at seven. Yep. R. R. Ashwin at eight. Yep. Um, Rabada, Nokia, and Avish Khan. Absolutely. Um, so you and me on the same wavelength. You, you know, my answer is same. We're exactly. The same we're in the same. No I think that that's what that's. I think that's what a strength of of, of Delhi Capitals is: is their, um, their solidity and their yeah. continuity, and they've got a good settled team. I think that's a real strength. They have to keep the form going if they, you know, um, obviously Shreya Sawyer coming in, it will be a little bit of change uh, from, from what they have, uh, from the team they've already played. But I think he fits right in into the into mm. this playing 11. You know, obviously he's the captain. So um, that would be a really good addition for them as well. For sure. And I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. And um, yeah, they'll be competing right there, right up there for the title. Um. Now, shall we move on to the champions? Absolutely. Sitting in fourth at the moment, they need to start well, I think, in phase two, second half of the season. Yep. Um, Mumbai. A uh, few changes, I think, a couple of changes from memory. Not a single one. Mumbai, Not a single one. Nah. Sorry. Mumbai don't have no nah, Mumbai don't have a single change in their why does that not surprise me? In the their sport team. The most um, and that is the reason I've gone with the same 11 that they have played in the last game. Um, Quinton de Kock to start, Rohit Sharma at number yep. two, Surya Kumariyadav at number three, Krunal Pandya at four, Polar at five, Hardik Pandya at six, Nishim at seven, Dawal Kulkarni at eight, Rahul Chahar, Bumrah, and Bolt. Where's Ishan Kishan? Oh, yeah, he, he comes in. Um, he was injured, wasn't he, for the last game? That's why he. I think they dropped the... him. Did they drop him or they got injured? I think he got injured. Um, All right, he's back now. He's available, isn't he? Yeah, but it's a real hard one. Um, I've got, I've got Rohit. Now, I'll just point out that they've got three of their uh, remaining seven games at Abu Dhabi, and they were dominant there last season. Yeah. So Rohit, Quinson de Kock, Surakimiyadav, Kishan, Pollard, Hardik Pandya, Kruna Pandya. I've got Adam Milne in there. Oh, okay. I like Adam Milne. And yep. uh, you look at his economy, right? He could be a real asset to them. Rahul Chaha, Bolt, Bumrah. Yep. So Dhawal Kurkani misses out? Yeah. Yep. I mean, that would be that would be ideal if Ishan Kishan is to play. I mean, obviously, if Ishan Kishan is fit and in form, I think uh, he will play in place of Dhawal Kurkarni. So you got Bumrah and Bolt, and then you got Rahul Chahar. You got Hardik Pandya and Polar as well as, as you know, part-time bowlers. So. Yes, I think that was what I was about to say. Hardik Pandya, it's important he gets some overs yeah. in to cover that sixth bowling option there. Absolutely. But I like that team. I think I'm backing Mumbai Indians to win again. Me too. I said it at the start of the tournament, I think I'll stick with it. Um, and, and and to sort of debunk your jinx claims, I did predict <laughs> Mumbai to win it the last two years in a row. And they, okay. did, and they did do it. So let's go for a three-peat. Um, yeah. I think they're a very good chance. They're playing those three games at Abu Dhabi, which I yep. think could be very, very important. They do very well at that ground. Um, and I think I like the addition of Adam Milne in this team. Mm. That third seamer in this side is important, and he's the guy. You've got Nathan Coulsonal there as well. I think is an option. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and he can provide some batting cover there. But I think Milne, his his T twenty stats in terms of economy rate, very impressive. So you can't Absolutely. go wrong there. Who should we look at next? I think uh, the wooden spoon, Sunrisers Hyderabad. Um, oh gosh, this team! Four losses from the last five games. Not in form, just one, one from and having played seven, sit at the bottom of the table. Um, yeah, they're in obviously all sorts. they don't have Besto at the top. That's a big blow. So it's a real. I think David Warner comes right back in. I, I mean, yes. there's no, there's no other option for them. Um, they have to go with David Warner. Um, so that, but I think Manish Pandey really is the big loser here. Because Manish Pandey has to drop down because losing Besto, which means Saha was, is the only wicketkeeper. And if, his, if Saha is, yes. to, is to play, he opens the batting. Otherwise, 
he bats at seven. Correct. He bats Correct. at seven, no. and then it's not open good with for Saha anyone. and Warner. Yeah. yeah, open with Saha and Warner. Yep. Williamson at three, Pandey at four. Yeah. I, I think this time I'd really like to see Priyam Garg get a go um, at number five. Yep. Um, yep. So I have him at number five, Nabi at number six, Samad at number seven. Um, you can chop and change Samad and Nabi, you know, um, six and seven. Obviously, Rashid at number eight, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, Sandeep Sharma and Tina Trajan. When, when I think of SRH, I think there's a couple of options, particularly there in middle order. And a lot depends on the makeup of their bowling attack as well. So I've got Warner, Saha, Kane Williamson, and Pandey as my top four. Now I'd love to see Rutherford there at number five or six because um, he's been in good form in CPL and he's a specialist middle-order player. And that's an area that Sunrisers have really struggled. However, I think they're going to be forced to play Nabi, especially if they go with Priyam Garg and Abdul Samad. So you play Priyam Garg at five. You play Nabi at six, Abdul Samad at seven. And then you can have Rashid Khan, Bhuvneshwar Kumar, Sandeep Sharma, and then Tina Trajan, provided he's fit. Um, so I'm just thinking here that if you want to play Rutherford in your team, then you're probably going to have to drop one of Priyam Garg or Abdul Samad so you can play someone like Abhishek Sharma or Vijay Shankar, provide a bowling option. But out of those three plays, you probably look at Muhammad Nabi and say he's the most reliable bowling option out of Abhishek Sharma and Vijay Shankar. We want Nabi to be our fifth bowling option because SRH in a position now they cannot afford to drop any games. They have to be pretty much perfect in phase two if they want any chance of qualifying. We received a question about this um, around Rutherford. So from Robin, uh, Robin underscore Rana, Shafane Rutherford to at least rectify the middle order problems for SRH. I think he can definitely be that man who goes a long way to rectifying it. And keep an eye for his sixes over cover. Unbelievable to watch. Um, Sunrisers, I think, at the uh, start of the tournament... I, had I don't see any in. changes. Yeah, I had them at the top, but they've, they've, they've self-destructed. And the, the way they've lost games has been unbelievably poor. Yeah. Um, I think they're too far behind now. I just Absolutely. think they're too far behind. You're going Unless, to make an unbelievable run. Yep. I mean, uh, by un- unbelievable, I think they just have to win all their remaining games, which is like seven Pretty games. Un- otherwise, it's you know no point. It's when you pointless. consider how com- when you consider how competitive the tournament is, and and everyone can beat everyone on their day, it's very hard to put exactly. that sort of run together, especially straight away in the phase in the second phase. Exactly. Even though they're bowling attack those conditions is going to be hard to get away, I feel. Yeah. I just feel they're too far behind. Too far behind. But yeah, that, um, that's, that's what I think of them. Yeah. Next team would be KKR, second to last. Again, losing four games in their last five games. Um, Very disappointing in, as well. Not in the best of mm. forms and... I still don't see them winning anything this time again. Um, they've lost Pat Cummins. Um, in comes Team Saudi, but obviously Team Saudi won't play for me at least. Um, so I've gone with a pretty similar side to what, yeah, um, what what they had, you know, um, previously. So we received a question from uh, Debashish Serengi as well around the pos- best possible combination for KKR, according to us. What do you reckon? Um, I think Nitish Rana starts for me with Shubman yep. Gill at the top, uh, yep. Tripathi at number three, uh, yep. Morgan at number four, Russell at number five, Karthik at number six. Yep. Um, now here's where it gets a bit tricky because if Pat Cummins doesn't play, I think Pat Cummins is out. Pat Cummins yeah, is out. Pa- yeah, Pat Cummins is out. So, yep. um, would you put in Shakib? I would. You could, you know, you you would try to go in with another spinner who can, you know, there's Narayan there. There's Narayan there, but Shakib is a just, you know, can bat as well. Obviously, Narayan yeah. can bat as well. We have seen, but he's just. I like Shakib. He's not too. as yeah. as not not as good as Shakib, obviously. So I would put Shakib in there, Shiva, Mavi, Chakravarti, and then Prasid Krishna. How many did you name there? Did you name eleven? I thought you named ten. So you named Shakib at seven. 
Yep, that's 10, sorry. Um, I got one more left. I'll probably start with um, Kuldeep Yadav um, because again, another spinner, you need a spin heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously Prasad Krishna and Shiva Mavi and even Andrew Russell, those three are the quicks. Yep, okay. I've got slightly different to you, mostly the same though. Gil, Rana, Tripathi, Morgan, big series for Morgan or big yep. second phase of IPL for him. He's been out of touch. Kakia, if they're going to do anything, he desperately needs to perform. Russell at five, Kartik. I've got Shakib there at seven, but yep. um, I think that number seven position, that player, whoever gets is going to be on high alert because there's a bit of competition for that spot. Yeah, that's right. You've got to perform straight away. I've got Lockie Ferguson in this team. Lockie Ferguson for me. He couldn't get into the team previously because of the overseas combination and Pat Cummins was there. Yep. And we saw last season he made an immediate impact when he was in the side. So he's the wicket taker. He's got pace. So he goes in at number eight. Uh, at nine, I've got Varun Chakravati. Yep. Then I've got Prasid Krishna. And then I've got Kuldeep. Yeah. So you go in with... Krishna, Lockie, and Russell as your pace options. Varun, Kaldeep, and Shakib as your spin options. Yeah, that's correct. Um, that's a good. That's a good team. That's a good team. But again, uh, Morgan has to has to be on top of his top of his game. Yeah, definitely. Um, throughout throughout this phase, and I think he needs to have a big tournament. For sure, I think that team for KKL they play. They do play three games at Abu Dhabi, two at Dubai, out of the remaining seven. So. You know, you take pace off the ball as well on the bigger grounds that that could play a, a key factor in it. So I, I worry about um, KKR's pace attack. I don't think a lot of them have grabbed the opportunity with both hands yet. They've, a lot, lot of them have been inconsistent, those young players. So I think you got to try to go with your strength. And I think the strength for KKR is, is a couple of their spinners and, and really see what sort of frame of mind called Ipiadov is because he's got... We all know he's got ability. He's fallen away. He's not in the squad. He's not in the Indo setup anymore. Yeah. How motivated is, is he going to be to perform to make sure he stays on the Absolutely. radar of those selectors? Absolutely. Yeah. That's going to be important. Lucky last. Last team of the of the evening. Last team of the IPL, Chennai Super Kings. Four wins from four their five. last five games and sitting at comfortably at number two. Where do you think they'll end up? First question. And then go with your playing 11. I think they're better placed this season to do well in the UAE compared to last season. I think they've struck a good formula. So I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think these four teams that are in there now will make it. Um, it's not because they're in there now, but I think they're best placed. Um, my team, I've got um, Faf to open yep. along with Gaikwad. Yep. Suresh Raina, Moen Elliott at four. Yep. Rayudu at five. Yep. Jadeja at six. Dermot yep. at seven. Sam Curran. Uh, Shadow Thakur. Deepak Chahar. Uh, how much is that? That's got that's Sam 10. Curran. I've got Sam Curran there. And then I've got, well, depending on conditions, I've got Lungi and Gedi there at, at 11. Um. But they've got that's, Imran Tahir there, don't they? Yeah, that's that's pretty much the same team, except I've got Imran Tahir. I think in I'll there. go. With, I think I think the last one I was just torn between Ngidi and Tahir. I think somewhere like Sharjah, you might probably say I don't want to play the spinner there. The other grounds, I think you got to go with Imran Tahir. Yeah, I think I, I would start with Imran Tahir regardless, just because of the immense experience that he has, and you know True. he knows True. he knows what he's doing. He absolutely knows what he's doing. So um, it's pretty much the exact same, except at the, at the last instead of Angiri, I have um, Imran Tahir. Fantastic. Yep. So that's our roundup of um, of our appeal uh, in terms of the preview and, and um, where we think teams will finish. What our um, possible elevens are for the teams. As always, it's going to be fascinating. It's hard to predict that there's a lot of talent in each team. Each team can win on their day. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. There are a couple of questions I wanted to get through from fans before we finish this episode. Um, there was one we received 
from Aditya Crazy 80. He asked, England players opting out of the IPL, will it cost them in the T20 World Cup? I don't think it will. I don't think so. In terms of that being the reason that they don't win, if they don't end up winning, I don't think that's... I think actually taking a rest, some of these things is actually a good thing. I think it'll it's actually good. benefit them. Having a bit of a rest, seeing family, getting out of a bubble for a little bit. Yeah. And then coming back fresh for the T20 World Cup, that's going to be important. Um, his follow-up question was, what do you think the future... What do you think should be the future of England versus India series? I don't want to God go there. knows. God only knows because who knows what the schedule is going to be next year, whether yeah. you can fit it in. Do you think India are going to go all the way to England for us? And, and I don't, I don't think so. If there's still bubbles and quarantining and all that just to go for the one test. I don't think so. I mean, they're going for the T20 and the ODI series anyway, but I think to mm. carry, obviously that's a different team altogether, isn't it? Because yes. um, obviously you have got a lot people of... Like Pujara and exactly. So I don't think this, we, we are going to see the fifth test played again. Um, mm. they might they might add in a couple of T20s or, you know, instead of just play five T20s instead of three T20s to make up for the loss, which can happen. Um, but I don't think we'll see the fifth T20. Sorry, fifth Test match go ahead. Yeah. Another question. Um, <laughs> this is probably a little bit more of controversial questions. I'm at it's two hundred two. Why are English players opting out of IPO? Is that due to frustration? <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I think they just need a, a break from the bubbles. They've, they've just been non-stop bubbles. Um, who was a better captain? Rohit or Coley? <laughs> better captain where? That's Rohit, Rohit hasn't captained international that a lot. No. Um, and hasn't. if you can't There's not enough me. of a sample size for me exactly. to say Rohit could Obviously, be Obviously, Coley... Coley is a really great captain. Coley is a brilliant captain. Mm. And not winning IPL doesn't damage his captaincy record one bit. Mm. Is that a lot for Indian cricket? I think Coley as a test captain. He's, he's, he's pioneered a lot of uh, good things for that team in terms absolutely. of fitness, in terms of pace bowling, in terms of aggression, belief, never getting up. He deserves a lot of credit there. He does. But having said that, Rohit is a brilliant captain as well he i'm is. not i'm not discrediting they're anyone both both, they're both really good um yeah. but at this stage it's it's a win-win situation whoever captains um if coley is still the captain as we have seen a few reports that he may quit captaincy he may stay captain but yeah. you know it's a win-win situation for india um whoever's the captain agree with that um a couple more questions we will receive one from arpit rastogi arpit rastogi he asks, Tim, Tim David's recent success in England uh, saw him get an entry into the IPL. He also plays in the BBL. Do you see him getting a chance in Australia's middle order anytime soon? I think maybe they look at something down the track after the World Cup, maybe in the Australian summer, in the T20 matches, he can definitely get some game time because I think the uh, middle order position is always yep. a worry for Australia and he's uh, got that finishing ability. Um, so I'd hope to see that down the track. Final question, another BBL-related one. Um, at top of off underscore asks, do you think the men's BBO should be played in a different window when all the main guys are available? That's a yes for me. Also, if yes, is it possible to do that? Also, is that, yes. Is that a, yeah, it, it is absolutely possible, but that's a whole different can of worms. Yes. Um, we it, don't it have time involve, to open right now. I would, I would it, love it, to it, talk it, on that. I would love to talk on that. And I would it will I, involve. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. It, it, it will involve Cricket Australia sort of saying, oh, I'm not, we're not going to worry about, about our pockets too much here in terms of packing the calendar with BBL games, a full home and away season. You've got to go back to how it was before. Every team plays each other once. Fit it in the January window where the players are going to be available after the test series. And then that's where you finish it. You don't Absolutely. ruin the Shield season. You don't yeah. ruin the Big Bash season because you've got the internationals available. Yeah. That's how it should be. So that rounds up our discussion on nearly everything that's happening in the cricket world. There's plenty more happening that oh, I wish we had more time to cover. Um, good luck to um, you know to the listeners if you support a particular IPL team. Good luck to your franchise in the upcoming IPL Um Plenty of discussions around T20 World Cups. It's a very exciting time in white ball cricket coming up. So we look forward to it 
Thank you to my co-host, Nash. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's been really lovely having this chat and having this extended episode today because of the IPL discussion and come IPL time, it's always fun to have the banter and, you know, especially with the RCB fans. So um, it's going to be really fun. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. And listeners, um, yeah, please do follow us on Twitter at CrickBogPod. And that's the same on Instagram as well. Um, and we've uploaded an episode. I had a chat last week with Jade of Unadikat from Rajasthan Royals about his game and the chances of Rajasthan Royals as well. So feel free to check that out. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you guys soon.